Good evening, I'm Paul Durienzo with the headlines. A unanimous ruling by the United States Court of Appeals rejected former President Donald Trump's claim he's immune from prosecution for allegedly planning to subvert the 2020 election. It's not the final word. The case will certainly be appealed to the United States Supreme Court as Trump continues his bid for the Republican presidential nomination. Meanwhile, at a news conference held by Trump supporters in the House, Representative Matt Gates introduced legislation supported by 62 House members stating Trump, quote, did not engage in insurrection or rebellion against the United States. The House resolution comes as the Supreme Court is deciding if Trump can be kept off the ballot for violating the 14th Amendment, barring insurrectionists from federal office. Trump is also facing numerous unrelated criminal cases. In more national news, Jennifer Crumbly, the mother of Michigan school shooter Ethan Crumbly, who killed four people in a rampage at Oxford High School in 2021, was convicted on Tuesday of four counts of involuntary manslaughter. Her husband, James, goes on trial later. He bought the 9mm pistol for his son just days before the killing. Ethan Crumbly was sentenced to life. His parents could get up to 60 years in prison. And from the Middle East, starvation is closing in on hundreds of thousands of residents of Gaza as a result of Israel's war on the Palestinian enclave. But the situation will be getting worse as the United States, Britain, and 16 of their allies have frozen all funding to UNRWA, the primary aid agency for Palestinians. The organization has been accused by Israel, without much evidence, of harboring Hamas militants among its 33,000 staffers, including 13,000 in Gaza. Prime Minister Al-Tani of Qatar spoke on Tuesday. And we have to separate between the agency as a UN agency that has uh, strong values and the accusations against some of its uh, employees who are being investigated. But the White House is unsympathetic, spokesperson Karine Jean-Pierre. Funding for Palestinian civilians is a, is a team effort. Other countries may continue to fund UNRWA, which is their own sovereign decision. That is their right. Christopher Gunnis is a former spokesperson for UNRWA. The Israeli army government has accused 12 UNRWA workers. They've now been sacked, so they are former UNRWA workers, and three of them are either missing or dead. They are accused of involvement in the massacres, the condemnable massacres, on the 7th of October. Gunnis adds that Israel's evidence is underwhelming. They allegedly have staff cards of UNRWA found inside Israel, but nothing to link anyone to any of the actual massacres. I thought there would be photographs of UNRWA's staff doing terrible things. I assumed that the Israeli army had got hold of video of UNRWA's staff, but no, that's not the case. Ghana says there's still little evidence against UNRWA. There's plenty against Israel. Google Yoav Galant, the defense minister. No food, no water, no electricity. Gaza will never be the same. It will be erased. I mean, these comments are simply on the record. So you don't need to be a conspiracy theorist. You just have to look at what they are saying on the record. UNRWA warned in December that nearly half of Gaza's more than 2 million inhabitants risk famine. Ghana says those numbers could put Israel's supporters in criminal jeopardy. And Britain, of course, as ever, because of a special relationship, is on the coattails of the United States. Yes, I think those two states in particular are in serious risk of being accused of complicity in genocide. And in local news, Mayor Eric Adams has been telling New Yorkers this week the migrant crisis is going to destroy New York. To illustrate the point, the mayor, who was a former cop, joined a raid in the Bronx on suspects the police say were involved in robberies using mopeds. The raid comes days after several migrants were arrested after scuffling with an officer in Times Square. 
those who are committing crimes, like what we witnessed of the assault of police officers, and now we're finding out that they're part of a pattern, a robbery and grand larceny pattern, uh, it is what we're going to crack down on. It doesn't matter where you come from, no matter who you are, you break the law, you're going to feel the full weight of this police department. The ring fit a robbery pattern where calls would go out for phones, quickly stolen, taken to a location where a waiting technician would break into the devices. IDs were then stolen, bank accounts looted. Police Commissioner Edward Caban says the suspects are as hard to track as ghost guns. They're essentially ghost criminals. No criminal history, no photos, no cell phone, no social media. Sometimes we're even unclear on a name or a date of birth. And on top of that, these operations are extremely sophisticated. Authorities insisted the criminals are a tiny number of the 70,000 law-abiding asylum seekers in the city. Paul Durienzo, New York.